0: So let's do a bit of a throwback, I'd say, because for all we know, the quarantine started mid-March of this year, 2020, in response to the global pandemic. And I would say that it's been difficult since then, and the economic impact is noticeable, which has caused um, closing of businesses like small and medium enterprises. The gyms are closing. There's been some drastic decline in our stock market or in the stock market, which is conspicuous. And there's no denying that we are indeed in a huge mess. And we really cannot deny all the crap that we are all going through. And all these emotions are totally valid. Now, why do I say that? Now, human emotional adaptation can also be compared with our intellectual quotient and learning curves. Now, with that said, some people are really just good at their emotions without faking it. And some people are good at faking it till they make it. And some people really struggle so much um, more than any other people. And these are valid emotions since this global pandemic is basically being experienced by this generation for the first time considering the last global pandemic in the 20s. So much so that since we are human beings and we do crave for physical presence since we have this natural inclination to um, socialize with others. And that's just how we've been doing it historically. And then this pandemic happens. So we kind of suddenly don't know what to do with these habits and emotions anymore since there's this sudden paradigm shift in our daily activities. Now, with all of those considered, it's best to Acknowledge that there's indeed a problem and that there should be a more comprehensive, if not doable, solution. Now, with that being said, I've made a list of the things that we ought to acknowledge during this global pandemic. So, first in my list is that all emotions are valid during our human emotional adjustment period. What do we mean by? human emotional adjustment. Now, earlier on this podcast, I was talking about how this is literally the first time that humanity and all its generations is experiencing this pandemic for literally the first time. And it's not something basic for us that we kind of already know what to do with it as if it's like a muscle memory of some sort. So we ought to consider giving ourselves empathy compassion, and mercy. So I have those three. Now, why do I say empathy? That's empathy in a sense that not being able to finish some tasks, which we used to finish within a day, is okay. Um, Feeling apologetic is also one, because feeling apologetic about the feelings of other people and Your own feelings is totally okay. Now that goes the same way with compassion and mercy because that's totally okay to forgive yourself for the little productivity that you may have done for that day. Um, Considering what I learned, and this is basically just a knowledge that I'm borrowing from Elizabeth Gilbert herself, a writer. Um and it's basically like it goes like mercy and compassion is an antidote to anxiety because our emotions about our emotions make things so much more unbearable and so when our feelings are all over the place that is totally fine. And I'm not saying that it will be okay, but let's keep hoping that it could get better eventually. What I'm saying is that it's totally okay to feel these kinds of things because oftentimes the only way out of it is through. And I'm not trying to be therapeutic of some sort, but really taking the rocky road is so much more worth it, but you really have to go through all of it. It's It's like one of the lessons that I learned from the pencil story or the parable of the pencil. And it goes like, You'll experience a painful sharpening from time to time, but that is needed to become a better pencil. And that metaphor does apply to human beings as well. Again, not to be fatalistic, but the paradox of hardships and learning do make sense because having to go through all the hardships will eventually present learning itself into fruition. Now, the second in my list is as people strive to save humanity, they often forget how to be humane. Now, this does not intend to generalize humanity. This only intends to cite and recognize the injustices and inhumane acts because we've all been hearing alarming news and more often than not, people's reactions and responses vary. Now, at times, these responses could boost our morale as humans, but there are just some people who could care less about the situation. Now, that is one way of seeing people acting inhumanely, but that just doesn't stop there because one way or another, that specific inhumane act calls for either approval or denial. Now, this generation has introduced the cancel culture, and it goes like, no, that's just so not right. So you are ang- you're you're canceled with a T, so it's like canceled. So what do I mean by that? Now, going back to the inhumane act we were just um, talking about and uh, treating it with cancel culture is one way of dealing with it. However, the big question left to ask, or rather that needs to be asked is, what are the moral standards used to support the cancel culture? So that, that question is more of like something rhetorical. But let me give you a scenario that's commonly practiced in our society. Now, boycotting is somehow a good point of cancel culture because why patronize products or services of the brand that doesn't satisfy the common good? For example, we know for a fact that there are certain individuals going through extra miles to be able to extend um, a helping hand during this pandemic, pero meron pa rin talagang mga tao na may nasasabi pa rin. Therefore, that's more of like the threshold or the borderline of the cancel culture or When someone with a shitty past tries to be a better citizen of this world, people will really dig in deeper to their crappy past and bring them up to current and for what? We don't know for sure, but that surely isn't something that could help those people better themselves. The point of cancel culture is that it really puts rest on abusive brands, which is not just limited to products or services, but also personalities. Though sometimes the cancel culture can somehow be abusive and cruel per se, because it is sometimes used to cancel personalities, which disagree or defy the norms. And like it or not, there are norms that call for defiance, thus call for a change or a catalyst movement. And it only proves that the power of democracy and liberation rests on people. Although One brand that I know of which surely won't disappoint kasi sobrang sarap ng chicken wings nila is this brand that I know of. They're sharing their blessings to people, really. So for inquiries, you can reach them via email through wingsbro2020 at gmail.com or through their Instagram at wingsbro2020. That's just how you do it. But anyway, moving on to the third on my list, which is somehow related to the um to the defiance and whatnot. Um going back to the defiance of norms, I would like to bring it up that unity is okay, and so is diversion. Now, the point of all of it is that we don't live in utopia. We don't live in a utopian society. And for the knowledge of everybody, utopia is, utopia is often referred to as an ideal society to live in, where there's one but ultimate rule governing all, and everybody believes in it. Quite the opposite is that we actually somehow live in a dystopian world, and that is okay. And I'm not trying to romanticize the fact that we live in a chaotic world. I'm just trying to state that this world we live in, like it or not, we ought to recognize that this chaotic world does exist and it calls for us to be able to do something about it. And I kept on repeating this, but really, until we are able to acknowledge that there is a problem, we won't be able to propose a doable and more fitting kind of solution to the problem identified. Just something off topic, but really relevant to my point is that what is the first thing that we do when we are doing thesis or research study? I don't know about you guys, but the first thing that comes into mind is really ask a question. That's really the first step to writing a research study. But then again, how could we ask relevant questions that are really worth answering? Now, our thesis advisors would always, always advise us to keep on reading um, related literature or previous and published studies because through that we are more exposed as to how a certain thesis progresses into a well written research study. Now that analogy I think applies to a societal level on a bigger picture as well um, because in a dystopian society asking questions or going against the norm is really somehow liberating and helpful, even on a historical standpoint, since, as we all know, based on the history books, revolution and defiance of the norms of the society is really what made the governing body change its ways for good, um, not only for its people, but for the common good. And I'm not saying that it's okay to start a revolution But what I'm saying is that this is a complex and diverse world. And so one size just doesn't fit all. So if there are situations wherein people are arguing, let them argue. As long as the argument does not result to violence, then that is okay. I mean, like it's okay to post what you're feeling on your Facebook page. And it's also okay not to, regardless of what people do to preserve their sanity at this point, let them be. Because as long as you're not um, toxicated by the presence of these persons or people, even virtually, then let them be. Tsaka pag may times na you feel like this person is really very toxic already. Maran Among unfriend or unfollow button on Facebook or on any of the social media platforms that they're using to express themselves. So, the fourth on my list is walk at your own pace. Now that we live literally on our own and that the only way for us to connect with people is virtually. Oftentimes, we see people posting their accomplishments on their page, and little do you know that there's some part of you that wishes that you're somehow accomplishing things as well and doing greater things despite this pandemic, say finishing a book, learning another language, or learning how to play violin. Well, that's just me. But guess what? You ought to walk at your own pace because though it's admirable to see some people do good despite all of this, which is basically just something we ought to acknowledge, as I kept saying, some people are really doing something they can to feel better despite the fact that we are pretty much situated at this point in time. But who knows what their struggle were or how bad their anxiety has been. What I'm saying is that it really just boils down to keeping the hope that even if things are really bad right now, we are human beings. And that is something that you have to acknowledge first and foremost, because we have ways to eventually adapt to it, because our species are really good with adapting. And Some people can adapt to situations much faster than any others, but you just have to focus on your own pace and think for yourself that you can also do it. There's just no assurance as to when, but as long as you wash your hands, as long as you keep yourself sanitized at all times, and as long as you practice social distancing, you will eventually live to see yourself adapt to this new norm. And that's it for the first episode of this podcast, in which I really just want to introduce myself. But I feel like giving you guys a glimpse of how I think because I really just want to um, improve myself in ways that I could also help improve other people. And I think I can do that through public speaking somehow (laughs) through this podcast. And the reason why I'm starting this podcast is mainly because I really would have wanted to spend my summer in um, an internship at a radio station, regardless of which. But all of that is just suddenly gone for now, and I'm still hopeful. But having hope is just not enough if we won't do anything about it. So, this is just basically me trying to prove my point that there is hope um, and that I'm basically taking further steps for my dreams or hopes into fruition through this podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hanggang sa muli. And as always, Carpe Diem. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of this podcast. And... I have drafted all my plans for this podcast for the month of June, and I really have so much to talk about with you guys. So if you can have, or if you have any questions or suggestions that you guys would want me to talk about on this podcast, just message me on Instagram, that's at palaypsh, That's P-A-L-A-Y-P-S-H, or message me on Facebook, that's www.facebook.com slash And if you like this podcast, whichever platform you're using to listen to this or to stream to this podcast, whether that's Spotify or Anchor, please don't forget to follow. Once again, Carpe Diem.